Hey everybody, this is Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor, and I'm doing a Friday drive home podcast, although I'm not driving right now, I'm parked, because I'm going to do a quick unboxing. Uh, I did, I uh, ordered three zines off of uh, Spearwitch, which is a zine distributor, I guess. It had a nice collection of, of zines I hadn't seen before, and I thought I would uh, get a sample of them. I'll uh, open up the box right now. And the shipping was pretty quick. What I ended up doing, um, I was going to order one zine for them, and it cost four fifty for the shipping, which was almost you know fifty percent of the zine I was going to get at the time. So what I ended up doing is I actually got. That's when I went and got three different things, and the shipping was still the same. So if you do get anything at Spearwitch, <coughs> it uh, might do you some to uh, order a few more things. Okay, so the first one I pulled out is Short Sword, A Miserable World of Precarious Adventure. Uh, and let me see... Kind of got like an old, I don't know what you call it, like medieval style kind of cover. It's it looks, it's very thin. It's only 16, 12 pages it looks like. Very sparse. The game design layout and writing is Guliano Roverato, Roverto, I don't know. Uh, it says, only the finest snuff will do for my salting. From the incarnadine leaves, carnadine leaves, uh, the Isle of Paragoria. I think that's why I bought this one, because I do like that. I think I know which island that is. So, anyways, uh, long may the salt be caked. Long may his riches flow. It's a very sparse scene. So what's the game? Short Sword is a role-playing game where a bunch of down-on-their-luck adventurers team up to do odd jobs in hope of gaining some ceramic. I guess ceramic must be the money thing in here. One person will take the role of referee, describing the world and its inhabitants, while the others take the role of adventurers, describing how they interact with said world. Uh, Then there's tests. It looks like... When doing something potentially dangerous or stupid, roll a six-sided die and try to get a five or six. If you succeed, whatever you are trying to do happens. You get extra dice cumulative when the things you are doing is one of your vocations, the things you are doing relates to one of your skills. When you fail, the lowest number rolled indicates the number of wounds received if it is relevant to the situation. Combat, when you fight someone Make a test, as usual. If it succeeds, roll a 1d6 wounds to your opponent. opponent. As, a t- as in a test, failure means you received a number of wounds equal to the lowest number rolled. When it's important to know who goes first, whenever it has the least armor begins. So, wound guidelines. Three is the average person or small animal. Six is a trained person, large animal or small monster. And a nine is a mutant or a large monster. Fighting anything stronger leads to immediate death. Okay, there it is then. And then your armor reduces the number of wounds. Examples, backpack, you can carry up to 12 items. 
And you have four of those equipped. Death and scars when you receive a wound. Each six they die. When wounds when runes reach six, they they die. When the wounds reach reach three, they get a cool scar on, then you randomly roll where their scar is. And then healing adventurers lose two wounds by spending the night with a roof over their heads. And then we have corruption, growth, and then we have some mutations. And there's up to, I guess, three sets of different mutations. Additional eye, dog face, glass skin, furry, horns, really long nose, metal skin, razor scars, 1d6 extra arms, lizard's tail, tentacle for hands, spit acid, and so on. And then you got, you're got creating your adventure. Start out with 1d6 ceramic and a traveling poncho. And then we have origins. You have automata. Automata. Uh, ogre, human, 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 and fish person. So I guess the Tomata has four arms, no corruption, cannot heal. Ogre is spiky and big. Human is greasy hair. Human sad. Human communist. Fish person breathes water. Okay. I don't. That's okay. Doesn't make much sense to me, but all right, let's go with that. And then your vocations. You got. Tuna fisherman, rat catcher, mime, uh, gambler, disgrace noble, or doomer. Full body tattoo, thick skin. All right. So each one of them has like some sort of thing connected to them. And then you roll for 1d6 skills. And then they have examples of the uh, player sheet. And then you have a shop and then it tells you how much it costs in ceramics. So ceramics basically replace like gold or silver pieces. Ceramic from the gods, ceramic from below, from its flesh, we shall feast. Okay, it says that it's a miser miserable world of precarious adventure. So I was thinking it was an adventure, but it's not. There's no adventure. It's just a really D6 base um, RPG system. So there you go, short sword. <coughs> All right. The next one I got is Terror of the Stratosphere, Cycle of the Snake Wolf. And this is a DCC RPG. And this one's a pretty short one, too. Looks like it's about 12 pages, also. Yeah, maybe, maybe 16. Yeah, it's 16 pages. Let's see what this one is. Because, uh, like, when I buy these things, I sometimes either forget or I just don't read the things. I just kind of like, oh, I like that. I'll try that. That's, I think, what I do with that. It uh, looks like the writing was done by Sean Richer. And then the covers by James Jackson. And let's see what it is. It's based off the DCC role-playing game. Um, it's got trinkets of the shattered woods. Let me see what this is about. Okay. Deep in the shattered woods, figures frolic across the trees, lit only by the glowing, growing fire. And the embers rest the bones of a faithful guardian upon a sassafras spike 
hang the skulls of fallen observers. Each of the, these was provided by a different villager who hid it with their life. I know fear, for my village is forfeit. The witch coerces the flames into a whirlwind, and the hiss and crackle of wood is heard sour tinged by a snarl. It warps and ripples and tearing forming, and outpour the jaws of a wolf and the scales of a snake. The witch laughs her conjurer at its end. So there's some rights. There's more to it. Lots of tables in here, guys. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them. Got an essence die, gargantuan trees, ornaments of the gods, armaments of the gods, snake wolf cycle ritual. It's a level eight ritual. Um, ritual collapse. Uh, Scorch bone. Now I gotta admit, guys, I don't play DCC. Um, I've I've had the book, and I actually play tested it way back in the day. Uh, but um, when I would go to conventions and everything, I always wanted to, you know, play in it. So I, I've played in it several times at conventions. The one thing though I never liked is we always started off as, you know, you just played with four guys and played one of those, you know, funnels, which was fun the first time. But after a while, you know, I want to actually play the game where I actually have a character and not uh, four nameless peep things that are, you know, very disposable. I'd like, you know, I always wanted to try to play it within a level person, but that never, never seemed to happen. So... All right, the last one. This one's uh, this one's not a zine size one. This is more is a you know the eight and a half by eleven um, book by David Sherdan Sherdan Sherdan's Bone Marshes. It also includes marsh goons. Oh, there's some stuff hidden in here. Oh, there's something interesting. So inside the cover of this one, there's a little tiny tarot card deck. Uh, it's it's the Eight of uh, Swords, I believe. And I got a little moon, crescent moon, and space cowboy <coughs> uh, card. Oh, it's a, it's one of those um, business card RPGs. Ah, cool. So that was on the inside of the cover. Let's see here. So Alex Drummond did the artwork. And maps made with hex kit by Cecil Howe. Joy of getting lost. Player buy-in. Welcome to the marshes. I'm just kind of flipping through. There's a lot, a lot of writing in this one, guys. Like I said, it's a full page. It's a full um, magazine size thing. It looks like it comes in at 64 pages. And it's, it's definitely um, something how to develop a hex crawl out of a, the bone marshes. And uh, lots of different tables in here. I don't know what it's, see if it's geared towards anything. And let's see here. Let's read his uh, intro. During... One of my first games, my GM suddenly announced, Ranger, make a whiz save. Failed, huh? Your group is lost in these catacombs. Everyone else groaned to themselves, but I immediately asked, 
How did we get lost? Who was keeping track of the map? Did the tunnels change? DM shrugged it off. Turns out the adventure required us to be lost so a new character could show up and move the plot forward. The experience really bummed me out. After the game, I asked to see the map, and it was awesome. Twists, turns, secret doors, etc. We didn't see any of that. I love beautiful dungeon maps, but most are actually pretty hard to map when you're the player. Do you start your map in the middle of the page, pick a corner? When you run out of space in a certain area, do you start over? The Bone Marshes is my attempt at an adventure filled with mapping and exploration challenges. Great care and effort has been taken to the ease the burden of the GM and provide players with tools and hints to map complex places. The first part of the adventure is a hex crawl with a twist. The second part is a point crawl exploring the flooded caverns deep beneath the marsh. I hope you and your group enjoy it, even when they're lost. So it looks like uh, they got inspiration things here. Nave, Hot Springs Island, Music, Coffin Island, and Eastward, and Movies, Princess Bride, and The Two Towers. And Welcome to the Marshes. It looks pretty good, guys, actually. A lot of content in here. I, I don't know what game... I guess it's... Oh, okay. The rule set is based on Nave by Ben Milton. Um, I, I think I have Nave's... Um, rule somewhere, but I've never played it. At least not that I remember. So, got a bestiary in here. Region and hexes. Random tables for each one of those. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. Lots of tables to kind of explore these marshes and everything. So, Alright, that's it guys. So, you know, Bone Marshes, Terror of Stratosfiend, and Short Sword. At Witch Spear, they're, they're new places. The first time I've ever ordered anything from them, and they did a really good job. They, I thought the prices were reasonable. Uh, the shipping was reasonable. Like I said, if I would have just got short sword, which I was originally going to get, it was going to be four minutes. It was still four fifty for the shipping. So consider that if you're going to order from Spear Witch. So, all right, guys, that's it. It's the weekend. Pretty much all I want to do right now is take a nap. So, all right, take care and roll better than me.